I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Budget terminated. Ilocos Norte Representative Sandro Marcos, during the committee hearing at the House of Representatives to discuss the 2024 budget of the Office of the Vice President, OVP, immediately moved to, in his words, terminate the budget of the said office. Actually, he misspoke and should have said terminate the deliberations on the budget or something to this effect. But if one has to be technical about it, and strictly speaking, his motion to terminate the budget of the OVP was a valid motion and even became official when it was duly seconded. The chair had no business interfering with the intent of the motion of another member, which she even initially reiterated but immediately corrected. What she should have done was ask Representative Marcos to withdraw his original motion and rephrase it before it was voted upon. This is not nitpicking, particularly considering that Representative Marcos anchored his intent on respecting parliamentary tradition, and respecting the OVP, thus allowing the budget requested by Vice President Sarah Duterte to pass through the committee without the benefit of scrutiny and deliberation. Not minding the propriety of making parliamentary motions and ensuring that motions are clearly stated and seconded, that chairs cannot change a motion once seconded, and that there are technical rules governing the making, withdrawing and voting upon motions, reveals a body that has become so reified by rituals that propriety now takes a backseat. There is something wrong when traditions take precedence over the right of taxpayers to know how public funds were spent and are going to be spent. Representative Marcos spoke of according courtesy to the OVP and to Vice President Duterte. But he and those who voted to approve his misstated motion failed to accord simple courtesy to their colleagues in the minority when their microphones were abruptly and rudely cut off to deny them their voice being put on record. Some people, particularly the diehard loyalists of Duterte and of the Marcos Jr. administration, would simply dismiss this as a non-issue. Many of them would even base this on their willingness to ignore the Maccabian bloc simply because they do not like their politics. I even see some people agreeing that Representatives Raul Manuel, France Castro and Arlene Brasas deserve to be silenced because they accuse them of being communists and enemies of the state. Defenders of Duterte say this is democracy, where the majority rules. However, democracy is not just about following the wishes of the majority, more importantly, it is about respecting the rights of the minority. At the end of the day, the voices of Representatives Manuel, Castro and Brasas would definitely be drowned out by the overwhelming supermajority. But as elected members, the least the supermajority could have done was give their voices a chance to be heard. But beyond their failure to respect the rights of their fellow representatives simply because they wanted to respect tradition and Vice President Duterte, the majority in the committee also failed to respect the rights of the citizens whose taxes they have now practically appropriated, without question or deliberation, to the OVP. This is not just about being a numbers game where the majority outnumbers the minority. There are certain issues that need to be raised in relation not only to the proposed budget of the OVP but also to how the office has spent its budget in the past. This is a legitimate concern for any taxpayer, and the majority in Congress and the majority of voters cannot simply ignore the right of ordinary citizens to be informed of how our monies have been spent and will be spent. If diehard loyalists want to abdicate their right to be informed, they should not expect that every citizen will likewise abdicate and cede such a right. Definitely, I am not willing to abdicate and cede my right, and I would have wanted the elected representatives to protect and respect that right, even if we may be in the minority. Frankly, one cannot fathom how the budget proposal of the OVP for 2024 should be immune from public scrutiny. 
it is a fundamental slap on government accountability, and on the very principle of representation, for members of Congress to privilege tradition over the right of the people to know. It is valid to ask why an office that is not clothed with national security powers has confidential funds amounting to P500 million. Vice President Duterte should have welcomed questions from the minority and considered it an opportunity to place on the congressional record the justification for such an expenditure. In addition, it would have provided her the opportunity to respond to the serious allegations, which if true would amount to technical malversation of public funds, when in 2022 she reportedly spent P125 million in the last 19 days of the fiscal year as confidential funds, when allegedly there was no item for these kinds of funds in the approved budget of the OVP in the General Appropriations Act for 2022. Abruptly terminating the hearing for the OVP's budget, even cutting off the microphones of minority representatives, when they were expected to raise questions on the above-mentioned issues amounted to shielding the vice president. Beyond the blind rationalizations, any objective and rational observer can construe this as an admission of guilt, or at the very least, an underestimation of the ability of Vice President Duterte to provide an explanation, or an evasive strategy to insulate her from doing so under oath, and not just in public statements posted on social media. Congress conducts hearings on anything they wish, in aid of legislation but members of Congress also have oversight functions, where they have the duty to scrutinize government agencies for how they have spent taxpayers' monies. It is simply odd that while members of Congress have the time to conduct a hearing on a road rage incident, they would silence their own members who would like to pursue the question of whether the vice president has in fact usurped their power when she spent public funds for purposes not duly approved by Congress.